0: Happy to talk about our trip to hospital. Let's go down Cervix Corner. <laughs> well, turns out exes give you dick cancer.
1: So. <laughs> Welcome to episode seven of the Swiped Out podcast. This week, Glenn talks a bit about the staycation he's just been on with my friend Charlie and love lessons. Jackie delivers a true masterclass on the art of stalking. And we learn a little bit more about our co-hosts as they play, socialise and mingle. Hey, 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 and welcome back to yet another episode of the Swiped Out podcast. I am a dating dad and I'm here with a Santa hat wearing woman who is Jackie.
0: I am snotty. <laughs> That's who I'd say I'm covered in I looked, I'm covered in more Vicks than Patrick Vieira circa two thousand and two. I'm absolutely smothered. Feet, nose, I've never
1: understood that feet thing. Mm-hmm. Why on earth would you put stuff on your is your nose constantly near your feet or something?
0: It's, I, I I don't know. I read it, I did a Google and apparently like your feet is like the gateway to your nose. Who knew? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm I'm smothered and covered. And I've got my Santa hat on. And also, what does my T-shirt say, It
1: says, I'm not stalking, just investigating.
0: Because that is what we're talking about today.
1: Are we?
0: I'm so excited. This <laughs> I is can like... can see visibly bouncing. Oh my God. I, I, I love the fact that even when I feel at my worst, I've not even got like Phoebe's sexy phlegm. I'm just like <laughs> bunged up. that like, you, you've gifted me an early Christmas present. The gift of stalking where I can just like go forth and shine and talk about my favourite topic. Like, this is where I earn my corn. Like, this is where I really come to the fore. I was born for this. (laughs) Like, Lady Gaga they're sang that. I was born for this. Like, you know the sweet shop owner in the original Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: And what's his line? Something about, um, do you ask a fish how it swims? No. Do you ask a bird how it flies? No. They do it because they were born to do it. That's me and stalking. I was born. I'm so good at it. I'm so, I'm the girl that all my friends come to when they have a new guy and they have to find the dirt but I believe you have some updates first updates and admin so let's start the show from the top
1: always worth doing in the right order so yeah firstly thanks okay, again we've got loads and loads and loads of new followers which I'm more <laughs> I'm actually really really excited about I mean I'm just f- stunned diary of a fitness bomb Actually, she was listening to us whilst doing a house tidy, and She was laughing so much that her roommate asked who on earth she was listening to. And she said, uh, yeah, she, uh, what's, what's the phrase you use? Tag a bitch? Tag a bitch. She told <laughs> her. Tell a friend, and tag a bitch. We have got extra subscribers. So thanks so much. It's brilliant. Brilliant to have you along. Get in touch. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you both in terms of sending us DMs and in terms of sending us emails and bits and pieces. You can always get through to me at dad." And Jackie, you are. Swiped I am Out Girl.
0: at Swiped Out Girl. Yep, yeah, on the twits and the instas, and then Instagram uh, uh, email. Sorry, is Swapped Out Girl at SwipedOutClub.com. I'd look, just like to precursor this podcast by saying I'm drinking wine and taking Sudafed.
1: Classic NHS so, combination.
0: Woo! <laughs> I'm going to be flying in yeah. an hour. Or
1: <laughs> well, this, this at uh, the start of the episode, you're going to be up, and then you're just going to crash just as crash, you go. Just it's going to sound like I'm recording wall. on slow motion.
0: Oh, that's what my nose sounds like. It's <laughs> just like I've been slowed down. Um, and we've got another review in on iTunes. So we this is from I love, love them. We like we said, we we are so over the five stars. Still want <laughs> them. Still want them. But we want the words as well. And this is from Isle of Wight, who I think follows us on Twitter. And he said, you will invariably not be able to <laughs> not spit your coffee, tea or beverage of choice. Bovril. At li- no, di- be- oh, no, no. For me, oh, beverage of choice. Bovril. Yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: At this time of year, it's got to be Bovril.
0: I love a beef drink. Um, beverage of choice at least once during the hour. And he said, um, he called that review, do not listen on public transport. But, you know... <laughs> I I strongly advise that you do and then tell the person that you're sitting next to what you're listening to. Take their phone, subscribe them and then give us five stars from their phone as
1: well. (laughs) But yeah, thanks so much for that. We love you Um, and get in touch. Tell us all your things because we can tell you things that we've been up to as well. Mm -hmm. And I have actually been on and doing a few things at the moment. I've come back, we're recording on a Sunday and I am, I'll say hungover because I am so tired. After spending a weekend away in Berkshire, in the middle of the Berkshire countryside. Lovely. We're, Royal we're, Berkshire, no less. Indeed. Um, I like to say Berkshire rather than Milton Keynes, and I don't know yeah. why. Yeah. Just sounds sounds posher. Yeah. But yeah, I was there with my friend Charlie and also with the fab Sarah Sarah Ryan, who's from Love Lessons, at the Winter staycation, Winter Wonderland or whatever. But did
0: you find love?
1: I personally I didn't I don't think I found love for myself. But there was But you of,
0: found love for your self
1: exactly it was a lot of stuff around kind of being okay being single thinking through what it's like to be single and thinking through what it's like to be a whole person as much as you know going out there and doing dating stuff mm-hmm. there was loads of stuff we went through uh, so we arrived it's a beautiful country mansion this chitchley house and I was in sounds
0: fancy it
1: really was you know the archetypal thing where you got this massively long drive with a, a lit up red brick house in the background and rose gardens and Beautiful staff, uh, ideal wedding venue, basically. Mm-hmm. And
0: I'll start with the end in mind. Yeah. Here
1: I am. <laughs> I come in my full uh, tops and tails, <laughs> just in case. And first night was just loads of drinking, loads of getting to know people, Great. some food because all the food was thrown in for, the, uh, for free. Really, really good food as well. And also a bit of a panel discussion. So mm-hmm. I was there, yes, to have fun and maybe meet someone. But actually, I was also there as part of the team to deliver. You are the expert. Well, I, yeah, yes. I, yeah, I, I, I've, I've learned through trial and error. Mm-hmm. And I was there to deliver stuff on communication and also on confidence as well. Because those are two things go hand in hand yep. with, with dating. So the first night, I was there with doing a, a panel discussion where people would just fire questions at us. And I would try and disagree with everyone just because it's fun to do that. Uh, Second day, though, was actually loads of activities. We did archery. We did shooting. We did uh, laser clay pigeon shooting. And we were all rubbish.
0: Yeah. As much as I'd like to think that I'm pretty good with a gun, mm -hmm. like that clay pigeon shooting is like, I I don't understand how people do it.
1: Yeah, because I'm standing there like tracking it across the sky and thinking, okay, it's an angle and you've got to shoot ahead of it. But you've only got two shots and that's it, you're done. Yeah. Didn't I, hit
0: one. I, I like to think I'd be good at it, mm-hmm. but I think in reality, I'd be shocking.
1: Are you! I, have you got that one thing that, that you think, you've not done it yet, but as soon as you do it, you're going to be world class. Figure skating. Figure skating. Okay. I was thinking more tobogganing.
0: Looks so easy. <laughs> Triple <laughs> salto. <laughs> I can barely axle. even
1: stand and, and skate. So I took my Same. kids skating. and Same. And I was trying to look cool and calm and collected, but yeah, I needed one of those little penguin things.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually going with my friend Hannah. I think... We're doing... Um, so it's, it's both of our birthdays in January. And we're going ghost hunting at Hampton Court Palace. I've mm-hmm. done it before. It's brilliant. I love it. They do it at night. It's dark. Everything else is like... It's close to the public. That a group of really about cool. 20 of you go in. And you walk down like the, the long gallery or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. In the pitch black. And they ask if you want to do it alone or with someone. And last time I was like, absolutely by myself. <laughs> I'm doing this. And when I got there I was like, shit. I want a friend. <laughs> but... but I think the ice rink is still open at the time, so we're going to do some Hampton Court ice skating. That sounds
1: good. I'm a member of Hampton Court, so I should go back and oh, do it. I
0: love a royal palace. I'll, I'll upload some videos, and you can see just how very good at gliding I just can glide. S- can you stop? I can stop, but I can't go like left, right, right left,
1: okay. right. I no just blade, left, glory action.
0: Glide, <laughs> and then that's it, and then just kind of like stop. I do the what they call the pizza stop. You know, when oh, you put yeah. your toes together. Yeah, yeah. I can do that, but there's no like, but in my head, I'm awesome. I th- it looks so like it should be so easy and it's not it's just your feet hurt that, the, the, the yeah, ankles are hard and yeah, really, yeah, yeah it's not fun it. So we're going off into ice skating Call anyway me, yeah, yeah.
1: We. So, so we, we uh, did all the shooting and bits and pieces more food and drink and talking that night which was really really cool nice almost formal dinner type thing which was fun mm-hmm. and uh, with workshops throughout so we spent some time with all the guys looking at their dating profiles and basically helping them to improve them Because you only see your own dating profile, plus people of the opposite gender. I actually said to to a load of the girls there, take my phone, look at some other girls' profiles. Mm. Because you're going to see what's good and what's bad and so on. What I'd love to do is actually have it on a big screen and say, this is why I would swipe left or why I would swipe right. Yeah. And so if they can get in the head of a guy, then they can start presenting themselves in a way that might attract their attention a bit more.
0: I like it. Did you tell everyone about the pod?
1: Of course I told everyone about the plot. Come on. Yeah, I'm hoping some of them are listening as well.
0: Hi, everyone. So,
1: yeah, hi, weekend one Hey, Charlie After that, we also did workshops. So I did my workshop, like I say, on communication and confidence. And uh, there was also one on meditation. Sarah did a great one on love. Have you heard of love languages?
0: Yes. But I, I, I want to, like, read the book and do the test and mm. find out what mine is. Because I think I'd be all of them. Because I want everything. <laughs> I want, I want, what's it? It's like, uh... what? oh, God. There's, what's there's... The one I think I am.
1: I've, I realised that actually this this explained why I didn't quite understand someone I used to date. She used to buy me gifts all the time. Because
0: like acts of service. Yes, certainly. it was. Yeah, it was acts, acts of service. Acts
1: of uh, acts of gifts or... What was
0: it like touch? Like ta- tactile? Yeah, touch is one yeah. of them.
1: And so she bought, she bought me a programme from the Spurs v. West Brom match in 1976 or something like that. And I was thinking, okay, well that's, that's nice and all, but why have you bought it? And now I know it's because that's her way of expressing... Yeah. So is it time? Yeah, is time, time is one, one of them.
0: Of them. T- it's time... Time, so, and touch,
1: gifts, service, and I don't
0: write know. in if you know, <laughs> or, or if you want to send me a Christmas present, get me that book because I really want to read it and like do the quiz and find out what mine is because I think I'm just needy and I want all of them. I want presents. I want time. I want. I want to be touched.
1: Why the hell are you still single if you if oh, no. you just demand all these things? I, I know. Can't imagine why nothing would have worked
0: out. <laughs> so needy. Um. Is that any dates?
1: I actually have been on a few dates um, with the same person. Oh. And you know...
0: I, I, I think I might be about to walk into a mistake here. Is it the one that you went to the Oriel with? It's
1: not the one I went to the Shit, Oriole with. Yeah, but actually, actually very weirdly, you know London buses come along? Yeah. Formula One fans seem to have come along oh, she's into formula one
0: she must have heard the pod and heard that that's your <laughs> <Maybe>. jam
1: <laughs> that would be some deep level stalking which i'm sure but would come maybe she's
0: later. like the girl that pretends to like football maybe she was like yeah i totally love f1 and she's got the person in the earpiece saying like <laughs> just talk about lewis hamilton just talk no, her, about like wet tracks her
1: her apparently her dad grew up absolutely loving it um she's from eastern europe so... oh my
0: god it's bernie eccleston <laughs> yeah it's, it's, it's tamara i Shit. would love
1: it it would never be good so grew up in eastern europe and uh Love Formula One, really into it, knows everything, was able to hold a full on conversation on first date. We went to a restaurant. We weren't going to, we we're just gonna go for drinks, because that's always the best thing. But she finished work and said, I'm really hungry. I've worked through lunch, so it's alright if we just go and get some food as well. We got to the restaurant at half past six and were kicked out of the restaurant at twelve o'clock.
0: Wow. Which is always a good sign. Absolutely. Love clothes in a restaurant. Yeah,
1: second date was at Wine bar, you know, Davies Wine Bar mm-hmm. near Embankment. Mm-hmm. Again, really nice, really cool. And the third one was actually near me. We were going to be going to just go somewhere spontaneous and so on, but she couldn't do it because of work reasons, and so she ended up get, driving down to where I live in this morning. We went to a local restaurant up here as well. So that was quite nice.
0: Mm, okay, so is that was that her first date?
1: That was that was date number three.
0: Oh, hat trick! Ding ding ding! Mm-hmm. There was
1: no no full on date reaction. Uh And to be honest, I'm not entirely sure there will be. And it's fizzled a little bit in terms of Mm contact, you know, where I'll message and then she won't reply for certainly all day. And then sometimes not till the next day. And then it will be two days in between. But the thing that's making it me less likely to want to kickstart things Mm -hmm. is we were sitting in the restaurant and she was telling me how annoyed she was with some of her friends. Because they were arranging things to do with their kids instead of arranging things to do with her.
0: Oh, and you're sitting there thinking, I have four kids and this is going to yeah. be pretty prevalent if, in if our... You're, yeah.
1: yeah, if you're if you're moaning because your friends aren't spending enough time going to the gym with you and not talk, mentioning their kids... Then this
0: is a non-starter. You're not my girl. Not my girl. So we need um, to get those t-shirts, mate. I really
1: want them. I keep using that phrase now.
0: Oh.
1: And so, yeah, I'm pretty sure that one's... Uh, that's going to be knocked on his head, I think.
0: Well, I've been similarly successful in that... I'm, I'm now... I've suddenly become very aware that we are... Like, I'm a co-host on a dating podcast... And since we started, <laughs> I've been on a grand total of nil dates. Yeah,
1: that's, that's not good game.
0: It's not good game. So now I'm just passive-aggressively lashing out <laughs> at everyone in my Hinge chat. So cast your mind back to Mr Marseille. You remember him.
1: I do indeed. I feel like we need a Wayne's
0: <laughs> So after we replied to him live on air, never heard back, then on October the 22nd, I asked him if he was still alive never heard back and then on November the 21st a month later I said hi Thomas shame that you died but you gave me great content for a dating podcast so thanks for that and then Christopher who was the Freddie Mercury lookalike I messaged him saying hi Christopher I'm running a poll what do you think the reason is that people match on dating apps and then never reply
1: nice nice
0: so basically I'm just being a bit of a dick to everyone and no dates Um, do you remember that uh, because I'm such a loser and I went on a super long run today and I needed two hours worth of content I went back and I started listening to our podcast again did you which might be why we've just hit 2,000 (laughs) subscriptions It's I mean, all me. There's
1: probably some Freudian thing going on here. Oh,
0: so I, but I went back and I revisited some of the characters oh, yeah. that we talked about in episodes one and two. Mm-hmm. And I thought, oh, we really should update. So um, Fling Boy, remember him? Yeah. One yeah. my boss thought we would be a good match. I've, ne- st- I've never met him. Uh, you
1: probably should, because not everyone would have listened to episode one. So well, then
0: what are you doing, people? <laughs> Go we'll Just dive into episode, what are we on now, seven?
1: So Flingboy, It was just someone your boss Flingboy to Boy was
0: with. someone who my boss thought I'd be a good match with. He has never come to my place of work since so we're still going to keep him in pending corner okay Mr. Meh the one that we were messaging but I was like mm. I've just he's a fizzler okay just so never I've, heard from if it's mutual his, maybe he's fizzling, married now
1: maybe if it's mutual fizzling that's okay you can it's, own the, that. it's the
0: UMB the unspoken yeah. mutual blowout where you mm-hmm. both just drift and just never mention it again so yeah he's, he's died sadly but yeah I, no, I was saying something the other day I just want a good date I just want to go out with someone and be like excited about going out with them and excited about like getting dressed up and at the minute all i've been wearing is like pajamas and a hot water bottle <laughs> i just want someone that makes me want to just get a blow dry get my makeup done put on like a cute outfit maybe a heel you know not an UGG, mm-hmm. and just get excited about going out and there's just no one at the minute
1: oh, i was saying exactly the same thing uh, lucy from lucy goes dating she actually was messaging me me we were just chatting about dates and said yeah i've had a nice another another really nice date and she's like, well, how the hell do you make this happen? And I don't know. I think it maybe it's pre-vetting. Maybe I do mm-hmm. a better job of filtering out all the, the crazies. Or maybe just most men are idiots. And so most women that I'm dating are less idiotic.
0: That, that could be true. That could be true. So you've got an email, correct, about I today's have topic got an email from, from topic. Um, one of our listeners.
1: Yes, absolutely. But it's a listener that I'm not actually going to say the name because they've wanted us to, to remain a little bit anonymous. So oh, it sounds um, good then. I might bleep every now and then if I listen back and actually drop something in. But <laughs> so it's a little bit of a long email. So so bear with. Picture the scenario of a husband. So let's call him John Doe, with a roving eye and form for online flirting with various women connected to his work. His long-suffering wife, Jane, though, is consequently keeping an eye on his phone. John's not very smart about this cheating lark, and or doesn't think he'll ever be caught, so it's easy for Jane to know his phone passcode. John leaves his phone lying about at night and during the weekends, and Jane is watching. One day, Jane sees an email delivered to a previously unknown hotmail address from an outfit called Ashley Madison. <gasps> Jane assumes it's spam until she opens it and then Googles Ashley Madison and she's not heard of it and is hit in the face by the byline Life is short, have an affair. Yet my own heckles are already raising on this one. Jane gets a shock of her life and is very sad. However, Jane knows that the writing is on the wall for marriage and that John never admit he's Ashley Madison fun unless Jane traps him in the act, as it were. So, Jane creates an account for herself. It's free for women, wouldn't you know, men have to pay. With a tantalising username, let's say... Jane is a bad girl, crafts her profile to appeal to John and puts a location in a nearby town. Jane is shook when she reads John's profile, someone she's been with for 20 odd years, stating publicly that he's keen on threesomes and all sorts of kinky acts. Also, that his life is mostly great, but he feels he's missing out on a bit of fun and spontaneity. Poor John. Jane gets very angry and even more sad, but decides John needs to learn the biggest lesson. Jane sends John a message via the site and he replies while they're in the same room. (gasps) Jane is gobsmacked. John is being cagey about his occupation and various other details, but after a few more messages, he's quite hooked. Jane is finding this difficult, but keeps up the charade for two weeks. John suggests using messaging app kick to carry on the flirty talk. Jane does throw up a bit in her mouth each time she sends a message, but she's brave and now also very, very cross. John is starting to get brave and decides to try and arrange to meet Jane. In the meantime, Jane and her BFF Jill are colluding, because Jane had to tell someone, and think it would be fun to suggest a threesome to John. John is super keen and tells Jane he'll work on the logistics. Jane then loses her nerve a bit and decides it's time to rumble John. He comes home that evening completely unaware. Children are fortunately both out, and Jane greets him by his Ashley Madison username. <gasps> he nearly dies of shock. <laughs> mortification and general great annoyance at being caught. John blames Jane for everything. There's a big to-do, and only Jane's father stops her from putting John's belongings on the pavement for the sake of the children. Jane listens to her father, but she also goes to see a divorce lawyer. She's devastated, shocked and hurt, but knows she can't continue to be married to such a cheating bastard. And that was the end of John and Jane. Jane likes sometimes, now years later, to think of John's horror at being caught, and she still has a little giggle.
0: Now, do you know what I love about when a man cheats? Mm-hmm. It's that the way that us women find out is always so clever and sinister and... Und- we are like on- dark arts. Oh, mate, honestly, like, the, the shit that us women do... Like, this is why this, this episode is a gift from God for me. Because I'm not even joking. This was... I was born with this skill for stalking. My ex used to say to me, you're such a copper. And I'm like, no, I'm not a copper. It's just, if you never lie, you never need to remember anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and that's one of
1: my favourite right? always tell the truth. Plus,
0: if you're going to lie, you better remember those lies. And you need to be clever. Don't be a dumb liar, mm-hmm. because you will be caught out. So, I said to Glenn before we started recording, I've never done so much prep. For an episode, I feel like I have revised for this episode more than my GCSEs, more than my A levels. I've it's like a it's a thesis mm-hmm. and presentation on stalking. Let me begin. So I have divided stalking into three subcategories. I have called it the pre-stalk, mm-hmm. the present stalk, also known as the panic stalk, okay, and the past stalk. By the way,
1: I did have uh, Sarah did say at the weekend when I mentioned we were doing stalking. She said it's not stalking; it's pre-vetting.
0: Pre-vetting, okay. Ah, but then sh- so she's not heard about my my threefold trifecta of she stalking, hasn't. has
1: she? She has. So maybe
0: at the next, my friend Charlie, you get me there doing the the subcategories of stalking. Proper
1: masterclass of that. The
0: triple yeah. P's, as I like to call them. <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a brief breakdown of what the three types of stalk are. And then show examples, right? Because, honey, I've got receipts, (laughs) right? I'm not just winging it. This this is like actual evidence that I have brought to the table. Okay, so So what's P number one? The pre-stalk. The pre-stalk is what was formerly known as being nosy. No one ever says nosy anymore. It's it's a word that has died out. Now, if you hear that, it's more like, oh, you're such a stalker. So the pre-stalk is... For someone that you've just met, Mm -hmm. right? Like I say, formally being nosy. So, let me just refer to my notes here. So, you might want to know where they live. Okay. Right? Their job. Just the basics. How are you going to find out? (laughs) Please. Um, Their surname, you know? So that you can doodle it. You know, like Jackie Kennedy. Yeah. Like Dick Boy. I was like, oh, interesting. I could be Jackie (laughs) Kennedy. You know how I'm obsessed with her. It's the basics, right? So... People who say, oh no, I think someone tweeted this the other day, I don't believe in stalking. I don't want to know anything. I want to be surprised.
1: Well, because yeah, that, that, that's kind of my my mentality in this. The so more I, fool you, Glenn. <laughs> I like to discover things in more interesting ways.
0: Okay, so a, a quick little foray into Depression Corner, which we will probably will talk about this on another day, when it's not so light-hearted. My best friend when we were 22 was murdered by her boyfriend. She never told her parents where she was going that day because they didn't like him. <laughs> Shock. So I just... I don't know if that's kind of shaped my stalking ways, but I, I always, even when I've had terrible judgment with men, my mum always knows where I am. Mm-hmm. And I just think in this day and age, if you're meeting even someone now. on Tinder, even now, at 38, so we have a code word. If, if I'm showing Glenn, scar on my arm where I mm-hmm. had a birthmark removed, right? Oh, and as a child, that birthmark, when he was there, had a nickname. So when, if I, if I used to be out with my ex, which I shouldn't have been out with, And he would text my mum and be like, hey mum, Jackie's with me, she's not coming home tonight. She would write back, what was her birthmark's nickname? Because it was her way of knowing that I was alive, I was still there. It was our code word for Mm -hmm. I'm still okay. So, because what the motherfucker who killed my friend did was, he was texting her mum after she was already dead, saying hey, I'll be on the 1010 train from Liverpool Street. That train number didn't exist. So That, that time didn't exist. Yeah. And that's how they first knew that it wasn't her texting. Plus, this was well, like 20 years ago and back in the old Nokia days. And she never used to text her mum because her mum didn't know how to text. It was back in the dev having to, like, press the number one button three times to get a C. Kids today, they don't know what... They don't understand that. So she never, ever texts her mum because her mum couldn't text back. She always called. So that plus the rogue train time that didn't exist, they knew something was up. So now when my mum receives a text from someone going, Jackie's not coming home tonight, she goes to the code word. It's, It's a name that only me and her know. And she's like, cool she's still alive so I would love to be that naive to be like hey no I want to be surprised but I just think in this day and age if you're meeting someone from tinder and you can go into that where none of your friends know who he is what he looks his name might not even be his name hell the picture that he used might not even be him if you can go into a first date with someone and not know who he is and not have anyone that you know knowing who he is I just, I just think it's a massive do, risk. Do, do you think
1: it's a male-female thing?
0: Yeah I, yeah, I think I think as women we need to be smarter. I would always let someone know where I was going, where I'm going to be. Because if my friend isn't even safe with a guy that she was going out with for three years, I'm sorry, I don't want to meet a stranger. Like, I don't... Like, I'm quite sort of... Once you know me, I'm like... No inhibitions. Like, I, I, like I'm a complete open book. But I'm actually quite sort of prudish and quite, like, like straight down the middle. And, like, I, I know... Like, I'm very, like, safety first. I yeah. don't want to go and meet a stranger and not have anyone know who he is. Like, I'm I'm never that girl at the end of the night who's lost her bag or lost her phone. Like, where I worked the other day, this guy came in and went, oh, I'm, I've come to, to pick up my wife's bag. She was so drunk last night, she left it here. And I just thought, I've never been that girl. Mm. I've never been so wasted. That I, and, like, her car keys are in there, her phone. I've never done that. Yeah. I've never gone home without my coat, my bag, my phone, my keys. Like... And again, I don't know if it's because of what happened to my friend, but I'm just like, girls, like, come on, be smarter. Like, you can't do that. Like, have some, like, fucking sense. Have your wits about you. And if you're going to go off and meet a guy who you met on Tinder and you've not been smart enough to use Labno, refer to episode one, <laughs> you don't know who you're meeting, literally. Might not be his name. Might not be his face. You don't know what his past is. I had someone email in when she she knew we were doing this episode and she found out her date's surname, Looked him up. I think he'd postponed a date, and the reason why he'd postponed it, she found a crown court hearing he was attending that Monday. Oh, He's yes. been sentenced in July, uh, uh, January. Sorry. So she was like, "Please don't use my name." Um, so yeah, stalking definitely has its benefits. I can
1: definitely see stalking from a security side of things, especially for women. I can absolutely get on board with that. Uh, it's the. The people who stalk just to be nosy and just to find out more and and do those sorts of things that that mentality I mean, is one I'm, that didn't quite.
0: I'm definitely quite that person. True for me. I'm definitely nosy. Um, so I've put on in my notes how much do you want to know before you meet someone. I think you definitely need to know their name. I would 100% look them up. I think with Hinge, once you match with them, their surname comes up. Not always. Like I've deleted mine on Hinge, but a lot of the time, I think the default on Hinge it brings up their surname. So as soon as you match and get the surname. Once you've got the surname, you can see them on Facebook if the profile pictures match, because obviously your Hinge, when you first download it, it a lot of the time it links to your Facebook. Mm-hmm. So a lot of the time you can see the same pictures um, as, as you swipe through. You know it's the same person. Once you've got their surname, you can look them up on LinkedIn. I was going to say what their yeah, job is.
1: That's what someone did to me. Uh, Bumble it was. Bumble shows your workplace as well if you do that setting yes, in there. So yeah. we matched on Bumble, went on first date, and this was. She, only the third person I'd ever dated I still had no idea how to do it and I was still playing around with the C word children oh. get your mind out of the gutter and I hadn't told her in advance in writing I was going to tell her on that first date and so I sat down had some cocktails and dropped into the conversation that I had kids because I wanted to be up front and she looked she was shocked and kind of a little bit angry that I should have told her and given her the choice and all that sort of stuff which I actually agree with and that's why I do things differently these days but it was okay. We ended up having a good date, several good dates. It was only on date number nine that she told me that she already knew that I had kids because she'd looked up my workplace. Of she got did. Got all of my Twitter account details. Of she did. And looked at photos of stuff in the background and she knew everything about me. And she just role-played it and she just wanted to see if I'd admit it. Because if I hadn't admitted it on that first date and brought it up, there wouldn't have been a second.
0: Yeah. I mean, once you've got a surname... You can find out everything, LinkedIn, Facebook, 192.com, get their address, have a little look on Street View, see your house, right? <laughs> <laughs> I can get you those results in under seven minutes. So
1: just to, so when you, you and I originally started talking about doing this podcast, I'm assuming you did all this stalking on me then.
0: Put it this way, after my friends heard the last episode where we spoke about divorce mm-hmm. and a certain ugly person, I've sent him his picture, of course I've got it. So from your profile I can find her profile that's find his pretty damn impressive <laughs> mate took 90 seconds like honestly that's like bread and butter for me so within the pre-stalk you'll say you've got a, a first date planned you might want to know a little bit about their dating history or indeed if they are still dating yes. Or, yeah. let's say are married or have a girlfriend so what I've just described Facebook link that's surface level stalking then you can go into deep stalk and that's when you just have to engage your brain a little bit. So within the deep pre-stalk, that's when you start looking for patterns on social media, right? So by patterns, I mean, once you're on Facebook, like profile pictures are always public. So you can swipe through a couple of profile pictures. You can see if a girl starts appearing who looks very much like a girlfriend. If you see the same person liking a lot of their posts on Instagram, you go from that. Or if they just comment with a heart
1: but sh- it, it, th- that only works if they don't have many people commenting surely Because there, there's some people i mean i know kate she's a pin-up model from ireland she has four five hundred people commenting on every single have you dated she kate that. no i haven't then you're
0: safe okay most normal people might have like six comments if it's the same person commenting like you look cute here or a heart and then that person's liked that comment by now i'm thinking okay who's she Who's this bitch? Okay. And if this is like a week ago, then it's like, mm-hmm. And you're always suspicious? Like, 24 hours a day. Okay. <laughs> always suspicious. That
1: must be exhausting.
0: Yes. Why do you think I'm so thin? I eat like a horse. It's <laughs> <laughs> just constantly stressed. So, I would, like I say, you look for patterns. If you find an old picture of someone, once you've scrolled back, if their profile's open, or you've become friends on social media, once you scroll back and you see someone who is quite clearly a girlfriend, maybe it's a holiday shot together, then you go onto her profile because he may not post about her. I have someone at the moment, this girl keeps posting pictures of them together. There is not a peep of her on his profile. Okay. If you looked on his profile, you would assume he is a single guy. You go on to hers, there's couple shots, there's hearts, there's flowers, mm-hmm. oh, There's all, I love you so much. Nothing.
1: It's funny you should his. mention this because Frankie uh, on Twitter actually got in touch with me when we were talking about stalking. And she said that what she actually, her boyfriend doesn't actually use social media very much at all. Oh, so what that she's got, not. she has got a fake Instagram account. Where what she does, she watches his brother's mm-hmm. Instagram stories so that basically she can keep, she can see him in the backgrounds of those. And if he says, oh, I'm out with my brother, she can double check that he's actually out with her brother. She's also Googled, uh, she's Googled him. She's been on his business page on Companies House.
0: I love girls.
1: She's we are the best. she checked it. She says, look, it doesn't sound healthy when it's written down like that. But still, it's not about keeping an eye on him. It's just because I'm nosy and he doesn't do social media. Hmm. <laughs> I, d- mm. I genuinely never even considered someone even thinking about that because if
0: you want to know something about me, ask me. So th- so the big one is, if he's not posting, you can always go on, on Instagram the post that he's tagged in. Is it's that still
1: there? I heard Still there. removed.
0: No, that's what he's liking. Okay. So if he's liking like um, Big Ass Broads mm-hmm. page, you can't see that anymore. You can see what they've been tagged in. That is the modern day... But like you say, back in the Nokia days, that's going to the scent folder. Okay, yeah. That's where the good shit co- goes down. Mm-hmm. I don't want to know what you're receiving. I want to know what you're saying. So same with the tagged photos. Who out there feels safe enough and comfortable enough to be tagging you in their photos? Like, is there another girl out there that's just like tagging away, thinking yeah. that you're like her boyfriend? It's a bit like when you meet someone now, I don't think I'll ever say to them, have you got a girlfriend? Because you know you have to check these days. What you should be saying is, "Is there a girl out there who believes she is your girlfriend?" Yeah, so a,
1: that's a seriously different, different right? distinction, but an and, important one. And
0: that's your Insta tagging. If there's a girl out there merrily tagging away, but there's no like sight or sound of her on his page, then you know you, you have to look in the tagged photos. So, like I say, it's it's the modern day. Scent box in the in the nokia what are you saying to people what are you putting out there that makes people think they are your girlfriend so like, i i remember i went on holiday with a guy and then i stayed out for a couple of extra days with my friend then when i came back i went through his phone and literally the day that we'd landed he'd been texting his ex-wife and it wasn't like hey how are the kids it was like hey how are you like, and i was thinking we've literally just been on holiday together how, how do you get access to his phone Picked it up.
1: The, no passcodes, nothing like that.
0: Nokia days. Oh, of course. Just unlock yeah. keypad, right? There, there wasn't even passcodes okay. back then. So like, basically, the the crux is you want to know how they are interacting with people. It's not so much what they're publishing because look, if, if they're being sly, they're not going to they don't going to post anything, right. right? If they've got two or three girls on the go, they are not going to be actively and like publishing. Here's well, they're Me and the use,
1: girlfriend. they're probably going to use something like Kick, which uh, if readers, if listeners haven't, have you? I'm assuming you've heard of Kick.
0: Yes, yeah.
1: So it's it's a messaging app where it all disappears. It's like Snapchat, but it's really, really kind of ten. What's the word?
0: Slutty. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, Disgusting. It, it, it disappears very, very quickly and easily. And it's easy to... If one person on one end deletes it, so if you think the other person, their phone's been picked up by someone else, if you delete it, it all deletes as well. So it's...
0: It's like modern invisible ink. Exactly that, yeah. So if your other half has got kick on their phone...
1: They're probably up to no good.
0: Probably cheating. So once you found the ex-girlfriend, or current girlfriend, I would then look to see if they're still following each other. If they're not, I'm like, okay, this is... If you've seen a picture of him with a girl two years ago in Bali, but now they don't follow each other, I will assume it's over.
1: I still, I think I still follow some of the people I've dated in the past. I don't engage with them. I just haven't got around to unfollowing.
0: Okay. Then then what's that saying about if, if you can still be friends with an ex, you either still love them or you never did?
1: Yeah, I'd never loved them. Although the only person I'm still uh, I ever loved was my ex, and we're still connected on Facebook because kids and photos and stuff like that.
0: Okay, but then any girl that you date would know that's your ex wife, right?
1: True, and yeah. that
0: it's one hundred percent over. Yeah. <laughs> See, I, I would say also that a guy that I dated was married for three years. There is not, and this is then like when the theory kind of falls apart. There is not one photo of her on his Instagram and I find that quite sinister like he's completely obliterated the entire relationship so I I would also be equally cautious if you're going out with a guy and there are no photos of any woman on his social media that for me is then also quite worrying Although it's that's, like that's you're, also, you've never had a girlfriend or you've just like it's the it's the tinder equivalent of the x through the face yeah
1: this goes back to episode four which if you haven't listened to make sure you listen to which is when you're when are, when are you online official posting photos of you and another person makes yeah. you more official i've yeah. never shared any picture with me and another girl in it on any of my uh social media feeds
0: so see so facebook is way better for stalking because instagram let's face it Instagram now is a bit of a highlights reel. It's easy to either archive or delete a photo. Whereas Facebook is more like an almanac of your life. Back in the day when you used to plug the camera in oh, yeah. and download oh, yeah. the... Who uses Facebook albums anymore? <laughs> no one. You just take a picture, upload it. But back in the day when you used to go out and you would plug the camera in and every single photo from that night out and you would call it Charlie Chan's Saturday Night. The other bit 2002. Like... I can't be asked to go back and delete all of them. So if you go onto my Facebook, you're way more likely to find the ghosts of exes past, <laughs> right? Whereas my Instagram, it's fairly like present and up to date. So Facebook is the place for the good shit. So that is your what did I say? The the pre-stalk. Mm-hmm. That's the pre-stalk when you just be nosy, you've got a date booked, you want to know what's what. All of that's pre-stalk. Wow, that's a lot of work. I, right. So then you've got the present stalk, aka the panic stalk. That's when you're seeing someone and something's not quite right. Like our emailer there, something's not right and you go looking. Like my ex. Exactly, right? You just something's off, the energy's off, and you and you go looking for it because you you kind of know you're going to find something, right? You trust your gut. Like back back in the day, like I don't remember stalking any of my first boyfriends, and I don't know if that's because they ne- never gave me reason to, or there just wasn't as much social media. But I never used to do this. This this is a skill that's developed over time because the technology calls for
1: it. I love how you're calling it a skill and not an obsession. No, it's a skill,
0: and you should start calling it a skill <laughs> and showing me the respect that I deserve. So that's when you know something isn't right, and that's when we step things up a gear. I've followed cars. I've done drive bys. Like really? Yes. Yeah. With, with, wow. With 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 my girls in the car, and then finally because. The, the, I'm going to touch on that because I've got many stories on that. Then you've got the past stalk, right? Now, that's after the relationship is over. And Samantha Jones in Sex and the City said it best when she said, there's always a contest with an ex. It's called who'll die miserable. And this is when we just dip in from time to time to see if their life is miserable. And and this is the one that is probably like... The most dangerous. And it's a fun game I like to play with all of my exes, you know, just to check if they're indeed miserable or dead. You know, just just seeing, like, what they're up to. Checking out the new girl. You know, is she hotter than me? She's she thinner than me? Oh, yeah. Why yeah, her yeah. and not me? You know, that, that's the shit you can really obsess over. So, But no um, good can come of that. No good can come of it, apart from, like, when you see them break up and then you're happy a little bit. But, I mean, for that one, Instagram is the obvious weapon of choice because it's so up to the minute. If you've got a fairly active user, you might know what they're doing every day. But it it can become a bit of a black hole. It's almost like <laughs> do you remember the deadly de- desert at the end of Return to Oz where you just like swamp in it and I like just <laughs> turn to <the> sand. Like <laughs> that, that will that will pull you under that one. But it's Yeah
1: for me, once I'm once I'm done with with a relationship, I'm I'm done with that person. I don't want to have anything to do with them because at best I will look at them and say, actually, I'm better than I'm better off than you. But I already knew that because I I'm out of that relationship. Yeah. At worst, I'm going to see them happy and successful and all those sorts of things, and I'll be thinking, why didn't it happen with me? What was wrong and all those sorts of things. For me, once I'm gone, I'm I'm dead. dead to I, I
0: think it's something that like more women probably do. Although Jared Freed on You Up admits to it because he says when he looks back and sees one of his ex girlfriends get married, he's like, huh, that's what my wedding would have looked like. Cool. Aruba, huh? Okay. He said, because nine out of ten times, it's the girl that plans the wedding. He went, you could have just stuck my face on the new groom's body and that would have been my wedding. And it's a little bit like, this is what you would have won. Mm -hmm. Like I look at my ex now and I'm like, okay, cool. We would have gone to the fireworks at Ali Pali, would we? Okay. Okay. Nice. Like, that would have been me. That would have been as the road forks that would have been me doing that yeah and, oh, okay. sliding doors oh, we would have been at yeah. your niece's birthday today would we oh that, okay. that's why
1: i don't do it because i don't want to scrape over those old scabs. Oh, but
0: that's why it's the most dangerous weapon in the stalker's armory because that will suck you in right okay an example now, now we're going to do examples okay <laughs> this is some of my finest work here <laughs> so number one <laughs> the case of the pre-stalk. I'm so proud of this. I mean, if there was a Girl Guides badge or a brownie badge for stalking, <laughs> it would be slapped on my left arm right now. So, what makes this even better? Right, this is a hinge match. He was a detective.
1: Oh, no way.
0: You couldn't <laughs> make this shit up, right? And we're going to call this guy Dylan because that was his name. Okay. Right? I'm and i don't and give Google a
1: fuck. <laughs> Dylan, Detet- Dylan the detective.
0: Right, so we we had a date pending i think i went on holiday i came back um it was still like gonna happen we just hadn't found out a date yet so then i came back and i was like hey back from dubai and what are you up to next week and he told me that he'd been down to i think it was brighton or like uh, somewhere in sussex he'd been down there and I was like, oh, what did, what did you do down there? And he went, oh, just like, went there by myself. I wanted to go, like, cycling, running, just, like, have some alone time. Went into a pub by myself, met up with some locals, ended up doing a pub quiz. Another time I was like, by yourself? He was like, yeah, it was like, I just, like, joined this, like, local table. like. Even I am, f- this is sounding suspicious to mm-hmm. me. Because, you know, men love doing that, right? Walking into a pub by themselves, making friends. like. no right women are more way more likely to be like hey i'm jackie i'm by myself can i just join you the thought of a bloke driving from london to sussex making friends with a random table of strangers and sticking around to a pub quiz absolutely not never happened so i was like oh, what else did you do is so, i just went walking so he sends me three photos of him at this country one picture of the pub Um, one of of him, a a, a horse in a field, and then another (laughs) one of him stroking the horse. Now, that photo, when you send something on WhatsApp, if you've forwarded it from a chat, it comes up forwarded. Mm -hmm. So I'm now aware that this wasn't a photo that was taken on his phone. So I'm thinking, who took this photo of you on their phone and has your number... Yeah, because I'd have had to WhatsApp ...to send it to, it to you, right? So it was like picture, picture, forwarded picture. Mm-hmm. So all the ones that he'd taken, pub, horse, he'd taken on his phone, but then the one of him, clearly he hadn't taken it. And I'm thinking, this is weird. So you've gone down there, done a pub quiz with a bunch of strangers, made friends with them enough to then walk around a field, given them your number. Now, obviously, when you send a forwarded picture... All you're doing is forward it. You can't see that little precursor above the photo that says forward it. I can see it as the recipient. So the photo of the pub had the name of the pub in it. Yeah. Yeah. So I go onto Instagram, search for the pub. And obviously you can search for the pub's account if it has one. Or you can like geotag search it. So anyone that's been to that pub has uploaded a picture and tagged that pub in it. Okay. Sure enough, on that Saturday or whatever day it was, there's some photos, exactly the ones that he had sent to me, of the pub, him with the horse, photo of the horse, and a brunette called Lindsay. (laughs) Oh no! And I'm looking at these photos where she'd uploaded her lovely little, but at this point I'm like, maybe she was one of the strangers that he did the pub quiz with.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It could be a perfectly innocent explanation.
0: Until you read her captions. Hashtag couple goals. Hashtag weekend away. Hashtag love. Oh. Hashtag happiness. Hashtag second time around. I mean, she was like a real, like... <laughs> you could tell she was like just this, like... The hash head. The hash head. So, and I'm looking, I'm like, that's the photo he... Fo-. She took the fucking photos. Yeah. And yeah. there's her now talking about her great weekend away. So I'm like, he carries on texting me. And then like, in the meantime, he's talking about what he'd done that weekend. And while we were talking, I kept saying to him, you know, like, just so you know, like, what's your situation? I'm not like, I'm not seeing anyone else anymore. Like, have you got anything going on? I really don't, like, I had a really messy breakup. I don't really want to get into anything where there's someone else in the picture. No, absolutely, categorically, not single, no one else on the scene. And I'm thinking, "Mm mm-hmm, so then I was like, oh, what did you do this weekend? and turns out he'd gone to a Great Gatsby themed party. Yeah, I already know. Because I now follow Lindsay <laughs> oh, on Instagram no. from my finster, which for, you know, the people out there that don't know, is a fake Insta. Okay. So me and Lindsay are now friends. And I'm keeping up to date with all the things that Lindsay and Dylan are up to. So there he is at the Great Gatsby themed party. And I'm like, I can't believe that you're telling me where you were. You're there with her. And I'm like, I'm sitting there going, I already know this, because I saw it live on her Instagram story. But he's just like, you went to a party. That like, absolutely doesn't care a jot.
1: I am holding in my gasps here. This is ridiculous. Right. So the then... calls balls on the man.
0: I think the next time I asked him if he was single, and I was like, look, you know, if I'm seeing you next week, I, I just want to keep asking. And the, the funny thing is, the, the guy in the room is going... Why do you keep asking if I'm single? And I'm like, "You motherfucker, there's a reason why I keep asking." <laughs> yeah. So men think women are crazy because women think men are cheaters, cuz guess what? He's cheating right yeah. now. Yeah. This girl, I mean, there's a there was a picture of him like sat like, her sat on his lap at the party. People were commenting, "So happy to see that you finally met someone you deserve it after what you've been through." Like they are a fucking oh, couple. Christ. Right? I th- I think this girl because I'm now scrolling back through her feed. She's been divorced, clearly been, like, burned. She was American, lives over here. Thinks she's found her happiness. And I'm like, the guy's messaging me trying to arrange a first date. Like, but what do you do in that situation? You just... I'll, t- I'll tell you okay. what I do. So the next time he told me he was single, I went, I think Lindsay would be interested to hear that. So he then, like, doubles down and went, she wouldn't believe you anyway because she's a good girl Anyway. I knew you were trying to trick me because someone told me something about you. Right, that's bullshit. He now thinks that we've got a mutual friend that has. Told oh, that's me. That's him in. There is no way that he would ever know that I went from that picture to the pub's Instagram to her profile. He's now trying to, he's double bluffing me. He's going, I, I know you're onto something because so, I know things about you. Honey, you don't know who the fuck I am. All you know about me is a first name. And the irony that you're the detective (laughs) and I have busted you. So suffice. Oh, Oh, the funny thing was, and again, just to wrap this story up into a nice bow. I reckon three minutes after I sent that message, I get a friend request on Facebook from Lindsay saying, Hi, I don't know if you're the Jackie that I was told about, but I hear you were asking questions about me. I've never replied. I'm like, you're, like, I'm done. But poor Lindsay, she doesn't know. No. Nope. That a guy's a cheating Not freak. my problem. Not, well, I, I I like to check in on her now and again, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I believe she now has a new boyfriend. Good. So all's well on that you, ends Lindsay. well. So that is an example of a pre-stalk. And that, my friends... Is the reason why we do it.
1: Yeah, fuck you, Dylan.
0: Fuck you, Dylan, Detective Dylan. And the way that the way that he had the sheer brass balls to be like, I was onto you already, cause someone but told me it... about you. you don't, he... You've got no clue how you've been busted. And even if he
1: did, how does that make it right? He's doing the wrong thing. How he got caught is yep. kind of irrelevant. Just
0: exactly. own
1: it, say sorry, I'm a fucked up, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: Example two. Of a present stalk, slash panic stalk. So, I was seeing this guy. We've known each other for about 10 years. We hooked up years ago. Met up again about 2 years ago, both still single to the point where I was I'm I'm already thinking maybe this was like meant to be. Like it never worked when we were like 24 whatever because we were kids. Maybe now's our time. We had like four great dates, everything going really well. Um and then hang on, I need to refer to my notes because this, this is a <laughs> This is a timeline, right? So this was Christmas 2017. So this is two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. This is fresh. So got back in touch with him. Um, We're out on this date. And like I even said to him, is this our second first date? Or is this our second date 10 years apart? Yeah. And he went, oh, it depends. Do you kiss on the first date? And I was like, okay, maybe maybe this might be the second date then. (laughs) So really lovely day at the German gymnasium, just opposite where we first met in King's Cross. Um, I I think we had, we we were doing this thing where each of us would take turns to pick the date and surprise the other one. So we went to like the Alchemist for cocktails, went to Swingers and did golf. Loved the Alchemist
1: and loved Swingers.
0: Swingers is great. So we we were having some like, like London was our playground for a month, right? We would always seem to meet like once a week, normally on a Tuesday, he had this like radio show that he was doing so like Tuesdays was like our day. Had four really great dates at the end of each day we would sit there and be like right diaries out let's sync our diaries when we both next free." Always seem to fall on a Tuesday so once a week we would like pick the dates like he'd choose one week i choose the other and, I, and it just got to the point where I sort of felt comfortable. Our last date was at the cinema and it was one of those ones where it's like This 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 just feels nice. I'm just gonna go there, sit there. I don't feel the need to talk to you. It's just like, almost like couple goals, right? Just comfortable around you. After the date, gone for a drink. Diaries out. Next Tuesday, let's see each other. Perfect. And I think I was going to Oslo the week after, and I said to him like, if I don't see you this Tuesday, then I then I think then he was going to Boston or somewhere. So I said like, let's try and see each other next week because then we're gonna have like i'm not here the tuesday after you're not here the tuesday after that before you know it it's then like three weeks so he's like no definitely let's see each other tuesday on the sunday so like two days before the date he texts me so this is now january so he texts me to say um there's this meeting that i've been waiting for in bristol for like months and like sods law it's tuesday he went let me wait until it's confirmed he said but i think we might have to stick a pin in it and i was like oh that's a shame because like it's gonna be three weeks now he was like yeah i know like i'm like i'm, I'm really pissed off it sucks but like this is a contract i've been after for ages like I've, I've got to go and i went well if it's easy for you i was like don't he lived in like Aylesbury, so i said if it's easy for you if you're going from bristol to Aylesbury on like the outskirts of london why don't i just when you leave bristol I'll leave East London and we'll just meet near you. We'll just go to a pub. I was like, sounds like a
1: perfect solution.
0: No, 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 no. That's fine. Honestly, like probably won't finish till late anyway. Already I'm thinking, "Mm, something's up. Mm -hmm. So that's when the panic stalk sets in. So then I go to Oslo to see my friend, have my birthday out there. So three weeks goes by and I was literally... I was wishing my birthday away because I thought if you don't text me on my birthday which I'd sat there with him while he put it in his calendar so I knew that he knew Mm -hmm. so it gets to the 29th of January and I I couldn't wait to wake up and at 7am I text him and I said okay it's been three weeks not only have I not heard from you for three weeks but if my birthday can come and go without so much as like a peep from you we're not rearranging that date are we
1: three weeks though, with no three contact so, so you, even if you aren't going to contact me if you haven't got time you still stay yep. in touch
0: so i'm in oslo for a week he's in boston for a week and then i spent the last week like a coiled spring like waiting and i'm thinking I'm, i will not text you first let's see if you get in touch with my ber- on my birthday as soon as he didn't i couldn't wait to wake up the day after to be like this, this we're done aren't we Like the, the second time around and it, it's done again isn't it and, he, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm really surprised because, like, they were four really great dates. And he wrote back, I'm sorry, they were some great dates. Kiss.
1: Well, that's a bit shit.
0: And I'm sitting there thinking, so I think it was great. You think it was great. So there's obviously so a third the party in play here. Because if we both thought it was great and there's no one else involved, then date number five would be happening mm-hmm. by now. So what what external factor is happening to make this not happen so I keep my eye on his profile and sure enough a like keeps occurring on all of his photos and then I see him tagged in a photo so, so I'm now like keeping my eye on this girl sure enough she then um posts this photo um let, what should we, let's call her Amy so, I'm keeping my eye on Amy. She's liking all of his pictures. He's liking all of hers. So there's some mutual likings going on. He then gets tagged in a photo, and it's a photo from Amy celebrating their three month anniversary. Oh, for God's sake. So, man. I, do, I do some quick maths, right? And I work back 12 weeks, and to the day, it's the day that he postponed our date because he had to go to Bristol. So that very Sunday, he was like, okay, I've gone on a date with Amy, prefer her, let's put Jackie on the back burner. Which, it,
1: it's okay to, early on in the date thing, to go on dates with a couple of people and then choose which one actually you're most interested in. Yep, and that, that's fine because,
0: people. you know, because of course all 37-year-old men are more attracted to the 20-year-old, right?
1: Uh, um it depends on the 20 year old we should just say that
0: I'm sure amy has a lovely personality but you know the <laughs> Sorry, cons- 20
1: as in just 20.
0: just 20 not 27
1: and 28, 29 not
0: 20 stone <laughs> not 20- and just the 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 constant i i would flip through her Instagram and it was like pouting selfies I I mean she was she's about a size zero wet through and there'd be lots of mirror selfies of her in like crop tops and gym gear going I feel so bloated today oh well nobody's perfect and I'm like you've got a fucking eight pack like seriously like so like just typical look I can't blame her that's 20 year old behavior and I'm just bitter and 38
1: well you know I I, as we've spoken about on previous episodes I've got a certain issue with people dating (laughs) significantly younger people um she I think I don't know if I mentioned it but she sounds like the sort of person who would think Skeletor was a dancing guy off the money supermarket adverts instead of the bad guy off a heat man
0: exactly so so this is January so I I I never mention that I know this right I just I, I I let it go then in September, he still follows me on Instagram. And he liked one of my pictures. So I text him and I put, wow, didn't think I'd ever see you darken my Instagram notifications again. And he was oh, like, oh, what, what can I say? You look hot. So I never mentioned about the girl that I know anything. So we're, we're just like, we're, we're chatting. I said that I was going to Dubai. He asked who with. And I was like, oh, why are you coming? And he was like, actually, I, I do need a holiday. It was like, let, let me let me check my diary. No, like this is someone that I've known for by now like 12 years. And mm-hmm. I'll be like more than, like, I've already slept with him. I'll be more than like happy going on a holiday with him. So, so far as to say, he never came. So I go to Dubai, I get back. I then go to New York and then like DC, I get back. We've got a date in the diary. And I can remember like walking around like Washington DC and thinking... I, I couldn't I couldn't wait to get home. I was so excited about this date. I, I genuinely you felt. You Giving him like, a
1: second chance. Yep. Yeah.
0: Third so, chance,
1: sorry, third chance. Third
0: chance. I was genuinely excited to leave my holiday and get back and see him. This I, I, is a lot. Right. And I never like I was like, this this could be it. I've not seen them like each other's posts for a while. And I'm thinking, oh you no, know, maybe maybe it's over because by now it's been nearly a year. So been building up building up we go for dinner we go to a hotel like you said the other week you do things that happens in hotels um we had another date um I just went around his we got a curry stayed at his to the point where like I remember him he had to leave in the morning at about 5am to go to do his radio show I remember him like getting to the door of the bedroom and then like looking back and like and running back for another kiss and he was like I really wish I didn't have to go and I remember thinking oh my god like Maybe th- third time lucky. That is... Maybe this yeah, is it.
1: That sounds, sounds really healthy.
0: Right, so he goes and then he, like, he, he texts me about eight o'clock saying like, hey, did you get out okay? Like, what have you got going on today? So everything was like going great. But like, on both of those occasions, in the mornings, I kept saying to him, are you single? mind, he still doesn't know that I know about Amy from back in January. Are you single? Yet to the point where the second time he almost sort of snapped at me and he was like, why do you keep asking? And I went because men are shit like and i know so, some <laughs> men are shit i didn't say that at the time but i say that for glenn's sake i went because men are shit I, I went and they lie i said and I just i just want to make sure that you are single and he was like i'm i'm telling you i am it was like i was seeing someone before oh no sorry i think at that point i had said that i knew right okay. I, I said to him i went i saw her post i said and i can count at least to three i went <laughs> three months like I did the maths, I, I got it, and he he, sort of, he looked sheepish enough, so he he knew that I knew, so this is now December, so this is a year later, and I I'm still following this girl on my Finster, so I'm keeping my eye on her, seeing what's going on, I think we had a date in the diary, and then suddenly Amy is posting pictures in Dubai, but he's not in them, right okay there's lots of scenery there's lots of just a, so you went to Dubai no, no and yeah and he was talking about coming but no, he didn't
1: but uh, now are she's you sure Amy isn't your fight club <laughs> alter ego you know she's the Ed Norton to your Brad Pitt are you sure this isn't actually what's going on
0: but the thing is like the the worst thing is like I'm looking at these pictures and I'm like I think she's there by herself there was lots of there was like Pictures of the hotel, because she was, like, tagging the hotel in it. Pictures of, like, the old hot dog legs, you know, on the beach, sunbathing legs. I'm thinking, I don't think he's there. But on about day three, I mean, I'm, I'm, like, craving a a photo. I'm looking at her Instagram every, like, half hour, looking for another. Then she starts tagging him in photos. Oh, no. Like, his Instagram handle. And I'm, like, until I see him in a picture...
1: Yeah, it could just be crazy X,
0: right? Or, like, it, my boss said to me at the time, maybe he bought the holiday and she's gone on it, and maybe she's tagging him to be like, either in a nice way, thanks for the holiday, I really appreciate it, or look at what you're missing, yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. Probably
1: the latter rather than the right.
0: Point. And I said to her, I just think it's really weird that she's tagging him, and, and the and but she'd made the tag super small, like you could bet I knew it was his <laughs> handle. the the tag was so small and I'm thinking it's almost as if she's like she can't help herself but tag him but like he's said don't tag me there was something going on and I I said to my boss until I see him in a picture I'm going to assume she's there alone because there's lots of like scenery a view from a bar a view from the hotel a picture of the hotel but I'm seeing no photos of her and definitely no photos of him. Like mm. Something's not quite right here. It's like she's on her own. Yeah, why? You? So I keep my eye on it. And then I think I then withheld my number. And I'd made sure that I'd withheld my number because I rang my other phone, right? And it was definitely on private. You always check. So I ring him. And it's an English ringtone. And I'm like, okay. So he's in England, probably. Don't panic, right? So... I'm not panicking, I'm thinking, it's fine, he's here. So, I then panic because he texts me back immediately saying, missed call, everything okay?
1: How would he have done it with you?
0: I have no idea. Either he's got some sort of app on his phone that tells you if someone withholds their number, he's outstalked the stalker.
1: You can't, no, that can't, unless he's MI5.
0: Or I'm thinking... If you're abroad, does 141 work? Mm-hmm. So now I'm I'm totally confused. Now I don't know. I, I, I withheld my number. I know that for a fact. So I just didn't reply. Nothing. So then on about day four of the holiday, up goes the couple's pick. Uh. And now I know he's there, right? So then he gets back. I get a text from him saying, um, Monday the 3rd, okay for you? Because apparently we're still rearranging the date.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, although I've got a funny feeling you're not too happy with me.
1: No So I wrote shit, back, Sherlock.
0: and why would you think that? And he said uh, something along the lines of, "I um, know he he, he, claimed, he said um, I'd be keen to talk if you would." So he we we talk. He claims that they broke up before the holiday but it was booked and paid for so they still went so i said oh cool okay so i'm guessing there was a wall of pillows down the bed was there and mm-hmm. he went yeah well cool okay oh, God. so he claims they were broken up we arranged to still go out
1: you are a glutton for punishment
0: right so you hang on i'm gonna redeem myself so i then think better of it and i'm like i i i Text him and said, do you know what? I don't think I can get over what you've done to me. Not just once, but twice. I was like, you've lied twice. It's the same girl. You uh, Twice I asked you if you were single. Not only did you twice say yes, but you made me feel like I was crazy. Yeah. Like, why did you full keep on, asking?
1: Full on gaslighting.
0: Um, full on gaslighting. So then I blocked him. Apparently he then messaged me, but I didn't get it because he was blocked. I then unblocked him. He'd sent me another message saying, given the lack of reply to my message, Um, I'm guessing that you're angry with me. And I was like, yeah. I said, I am angry with you. And he's like, look, I'm telling you it was over, blah, blah, blah. Then I did my finest work yet. Because literally the day before, I'd looked at her Facebook page and it said, Amy and Shitface are in a relationship. Bloody hell, Shitface. So I screenshot it and I wrote back to him, No, sorry, didn't get your text because I'd blocked you. However, have seen this. Because obviously me and him were still friends on Facebook, so he probably thinks it's shown up on his feed because she's tagged him. And then he wrote back, OK, sorry. That's it. OK, sorry. Blood, I can't. This is, this is, that is outrageous. So this is last December. Live update. I am obviously still friends with Amy on Instagram. And last week, December 2019, she has deleted all photos of him and is no longer friends with him on Instagram. So expect another call soon. I expect a call soon. And then just quickly, because I know we've been rambling, I've been rambling for a long time. A past stalk, which doesn't need a lot of time at all, is after you split up. And You just want to dip in to see if they're miserable, quite frankly. Fingers crossed
1: they are. Fingers crossed they Fingers, are.
0: And and if they're with someone, let them be ugly. You know, let them just be horrible people. Let them cheat on them and let, experience some of the misery that we have. Mm-hmm. So after I split up with Peter Pan, this was about back in the good old days when you could see someone's Instagram activity. Right. And I woke up one morning at seven a.m. and I'd seen that two hours before he'd followed this girl. So I immediately go onto her page. She's at a rave. Because, you know, obviously, that's yep. where he yeah, was. Yeah. That's where they've met. Okay, She's followed him. He's followed her. So obviously know each other, met at 5am. And then, like the emails... Uh, who was it you said emailed in and uh, said that they look at the other person's Frankie. story? Frankie. Frankie. So I watch her story. There she is at 9am in the cab home, holding a book that I know is from Peter Pan's bedroom, saying... Shout out to someone special who lent me this book. Can't wait to read it. Oh fuck's sake! So when I bumped into the next time, I was like, I, "I mean, I know I can't be angry because we split up. I get that, but dude, because this is this is the this is the cherry on the shit cake that is him. She was nineteen. Oh, he's I'm throwing up in my own mouth. She's in the taxi on, home Liz. at nine a.m. She's and a I'm child. just like. Like he, he's got a goddaughter who's four, and like we said the other day, like she's closer to your goddaughter's age, who is it's four, sickening. than your age. So that is a a past dog. So that's like. It makes it really hard to
1: defend guys when most of the, well, all the certainly all the stories you're sharing and most of the stories everyone shares but, but, are guys being dicks.
0: But this is this is the guy that's like, like like we said the new girlfriend he now has a new girlfriend she's merrily uploading away pictures of them at like theme parks and winter wonderland and fireworks. there is not sight nor sound of her Mm -hmm. on his instagram page and that's that's when i sort of snort laugh when frankie said he doesn't do social media and it's like no they're on there (laughs) They're, they're on they're using it they're just not posting so i'm always a little bit just a little bit suspicious when someone oh oh so cool so you've got Instagram you like other posts your your follows and followers are ticking up so yeah. you're actively on there you just don't post you're a voyeur you're a voyeur so and thus ends the Jackie swiped out girl thesis of stalking Christ,
1: that's that's. Both Scary. wonderful and horrific at the same time.
0: Yay! And I'm going to That's take a few
1: moments to process that while we have a short break.
0: Hi, I'm Charlie Spokes from my friend Charlie, and you're listening to the Swapped Out podcast.
1: Welcome mm-hmm. back. And now we're going to play a quick game. Normally we do DM slides or something like that. There's no slide this week, Chappie, no, I'm no sorry. No, no sliding. We've we scared them all off. <laughs> we can't. We can't uh, actually use a. Because now they're effect. like that
0: crazy bitch. She knows my name, my number. <laughs>
1: But what we are going to do is we're going to play a quick game. We're going to play a game that actually I don't think you've played before. No, I'm very keen. It's a game from Socialise and Mingle. Now they, they uh, she's the, the woman who put this game together. She's on Twitter. Please do have a look. It's an amazingly fun game. It's a card game. So
0: can, can we rename it for Christmas? Socialise and Jingle.
1: <laughs> I think we should. Seems as we're both sitting here in Christmas outfits.
0: What Glenn doesn't know is my hat, and I'm just going to turn it round.
1: Oh no! Get it out of the house. Get it out of the house right now.
0: It's an Arsenal hat. It's an Arsenal centre hat.
1: I am uh, genuinely feeling bile rise. I've got a
0: hole in my t shirt. Look, my store. Good, you deserve
1: it. That's karma.
0: I'm going to keep it on the front way.
1: Bloody hell. Now I can't even look at you. I'm feeling sick. Yay. Anyway, so this this card game Let's do it's it. it's a simple game.
0: What was the premise of the game? Because I love rules. It's
1: it's a card. It's a deck of cards, and on mm-hmm. each card there's two types of card. Really, there's one which is trivial and tasteless, and one which is deep and meaningful. I'll it's, be trivial.
0: You be tasteless. It
1: always. <laughs> it's a quick fire game so we simply turn over a card each and quick fire answers and
0: and what's the idea of this you play this on a date yeah
1: absolutely you take the cards along and it's an icebreaker it's a way for you to both talk to each other to start some conversations because it's quite difficult a lot of people don't know how to talk and what Mm -hmm. to ask about how do you break start a conversation up so this is a way to really get those conversational juices flowing so we'll just we'll do is we'll just go through alone. Is
0: one of the questions, do you have a girlfriend currently? Because <laughs> I already know. No, 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 it's
1: do you have someone who thinks she's your girlfriend? Yes,
0: Glenn, you're learning! I'm
1: learning this, I'm making progress. Okay, okay, so we've got a deck of cards here. Yep. We're gonna turn one over okay. and then we're just gonna quickly answer it. First, quick fire answers, okay. okay ready? First question. Close your eyes. What colour are my eyes? Like grey. Grey? You think I've got grey eyes? They're brown.
0: Okay, it's only your first date. Oh, lights on or lights off?
1: Lights on. Oh, Yeah, I'm, I'm only going to be with someone who actually I, I find hot and I want to I want to enjoy the full 5D experience. Fair one. Do you like sharing food? Absolutely not. No? Joey doesn't share food. Tapas is the best. You can just have a bit of this, have a bit of that. Have you not
0: seen that episode of Gavin and Stacey? D- yes, I have. We're not all going to pick. Okay, you all do what you want. Yeah, but I like I'll a bit of yours. I no,
1: I, and I like a bit of that then one. Then order it. I can't order all of it because they come in full portions little bits of this dip in and out then just
0: eat three full portions I am
1: polyfooderous no
0: what do you wear to sleep in?
1: my boxers okay. and Ew. that's it nothing pyjamas and crap no you'd be too hot I'm assuming you, you've got a full on pyjama outfit
0: did you not see what I tweeted the other day with my Oslo fleece pyjamas tucked into my socks oh. tucked into my slippers it be so
1: hot it's horrible <laughs> can you define what success means to you? I live it you live you, you are it your <laughs> success <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> are you closer to your friends or to your family
1: friends my family are crazy yeah. I love I love them and all that but yeah I, if they were not them. family they would not be my friends are you high or low maintenance oh I can't believe you're even having to question this one
0: I have my days uh-huh I think I'm a bit of both. I like the nice things, but I'll probably end up paying for it. Like my ex used to nick money from my purse. So. Um quality or quantity?
1: Quantity has a quality all of its own, so quantity. If you had to be someone else for a day, who would you be and why?
0: Can they be dead? Go on then. Jackie Kennedy. We've discussed this.
1: She she is your Or hero. J-Lo! J-Lo? Yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. She's already she got is. the
0: arse. <laughs> oh. What was the last book you read?
1: last book I read was Soccernomics, which oh, is taking economic theory and putting it into the world of football. So I now know blonde footballers get paid more money. Oh. Yeah. Uh, what are the top three things on your bucket list?
0: Um, one I've already done, which was bath in a baby elephant at a rescue sanctuary in a big bucket, but it ended up being a river, but that's in the story. Run the New York Marathon now okay. is yeah, yeah. a new one. Probably find a bloke that isn't a total arsehole.
1: Yeah, what colour kind of unicorn do you want?
0: rainbow <laughs> um, do you believe in fate
1: no I absolutely don't believe in fate I don't like the idea that my pre- my destiny is predetermined okay just a couple more I think uh, butter or margarine.
0: you told me to say butter beforehand we are repeat this one you.
1: out it, it, someone I dated she was no, a nutritionist butter has a
0: resurgence right it should be it's yet?
1: better and your body can actually process it are you a night owl or an early bird a night owl without a a second hesitation I do not like early okay. mornings last one last one uh, why did you no okay we can't say why did you come on this date why did you come on this podcast
0: because we're going to be like famous and rich and like world domination and shit
1: boom mic drop
0: my last one if you could go back in time where and when would it be
1: uh, back in time I would go back to 1981 to see the Ricky Villa goal against Man City in the FA Cup final Great goal I you say to see me born why would I want to see That would be horrendous.
0: down to whips cross both of me and David Beckham.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is ironic because he does whip across him. Uh, and, and then I would also be putting a lot of money on that match.
0: Yes. Okay.
1: Well, thanks very much. I, I enjoyed that game. We're going to play that again. There's a few other different versions. Can we do that every week? I'd love to. Okay. And if, but, but if users have got questions, if listeners have got questions mm. they want to ask us, if you want to find out more about us then we want to answer your questions. So... Tweet us. Send us your questions. You can send them to me at a dating deck.
0: Can you send me stalking tales? Because I want the girls. I know that I'm not alone. Don't make me feel like the only one that does this crazy shit. I, I for a fact, I know I'm not alone. So. You're
1: not the only crazy stalker out there. I hope Where, so. Whether they are ghosts of stalking past, ghosts of stalking present, or ghosts of stalking future
0: you'll tweet me and let me know at swiped out girl and i'm also on instagram or email me swiped out girl at swipedoutclub.com.
1: and leave us a review, review tell us, us the words tell us how much you love us and make us happy that's your christmas present to us yay so until next time i'm gonna say goodbye from me
0: and it's goodbye from me
1: ciao